Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for September 24th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Greater is Coming. And as you open up your heart to this reality, you get to live your life every day with a with an expectation of God's manifestation, with the manifestation, believing God that, that his plans and purposes will be manifested in your life right before your very eyes. So we've been studying the life of David. This is part 32 of the series, Greater is Coming. Part 32, the title of today's message is Never Stop Being Yourself. No matter what, no matter what other people say, whether they like you or they don't like you, you be you. You be you and never stop being yourself. The, uh, the text that we'll take for this morning is 1 Samuel chapter 18 and verse 12. This is what the Bible says. Saul was then afraid of David. Now think about this for a minute. Saul is a king. David is a kid. (laughs) And the Bible says, Saul was then afraid of David. For the Lord was with David and he had turned away from Saul. So yesterday we saw how trouble came after triumph, right? And so, 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 you know, the trouble came when Saul had an issue with David and he turned on him and everything. And, and when the lady started singing, Saul has killed his thousands, but David tens of thousands. He got really upset. The Bible says that he kept an eye of jealousy on David from that day forward. And then when the the evil spirit came, the tormenting spirit came, normally he would just call for David, the heart player. But no, you know how it is when people have an issue with you. They know they need you, but they're not going to call you because they're upset with you, right? And so Saul was, was upset with David. He was like, I'm not calling him. And so David didn't even know the man was upset. And David saw him acting like a lunatic, acting all crazy. He was like, oh, snap. Do you need me to go get, get the harp? He goes and gets the harp. He's playing the harp. But this time it's not working because Saul has issues. And then he's so pissed off, Saul is, acting like a lunatic, <laughs> that he takes a spear, a, a javelin, throws it at David. And the Bible actually says that he did this twice. So he threw two javelins at David, two spears at David. The text says that he tried to pin him to the wall. But you know, you can't curse what God has already blessed. And so he missed both times. And then the text today says Saul, the king, was then afraid of David, the kid. Why? Because he knew the Lord was with him. And he knew the Lord was with David and the the Lord was no longer with him. Now, I keep driving home the king thing, right? But I know that most people that watch today's word are in the United States, or even I have people, a lot of people that watch internationally, but even I would venture to say that no matter where you are watching this right now, you're probably um, under a government that is governed by either a president or a prime minister. And if you are part of a democracy with a president and a prime minister, it's really hard to kind of grasp a monarchy. And, and really kind of make the connection with the king. Saul was a king. He, he was not a president. 
Saul was a king. He was not a prime minister. This means that he was a sovereign lord. He had no checks and balances. He was the supreme authority. With a single word, he could give somebody some land. With a single word, he could forgive debt. With a single word, he could overturn a death sentence or issue a death sentence. That's it. No one could question him. No newspaper could, could write a, an article about his methods. No bloggers could dissect his decisions. No news anchor men or women could just sit there on the news and talk about the king. No, he would have them killed. Saul was like a little G God because he was a sovereign Lord, right? And so this man who seemingly had it all, had all power within Israel, the Bible says that he was afraid. He was intimidated by a kid. Why? Because the hand of God was on the kid and the kid knew who he was and the kid was not ashamed about it. You know what I'm saying? David was bold with it. Just like he told Goliath, man, today I'm going to, matter of fact, I'm going to kill you in front of all these people, just so you know. And I'm going to cut your head off. Why? Because you don't come against, you, it's not like you're coming up against me, but you're coming up against God. So what does this mean to you today? You're like, Rick, I like this story. I can see that you're excited, but what does it mean for me? Okay, I got you. I have three things to share with you in this morning. And as I release these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? Three things. Number one, here we go. Some people will be intimidated by the grace of God on your life. They will be. Some people will. David experienced this. I have as well. Sometimes, you know, you're going to run across people who feel intimidated just because of what God is doing on you and in you and with you and for you. And at that point, there's not much you could do about it other than pray for them. The issue is with them, not with you, right? And so they don't know who they are. That's really the issue. They don't know who they are. And since they don't know who they are, but you know who you are. And since they don't know who they are, but you know who you are, then their lack of purpose, their lack of vision is causing them to be insecure. And so when you know who you are, and you embrace the grace to walk in your divine calling. And so, yeah, there will be people who celebrate you like the women did, but then there's going to be people who don't like you, just like Saul was. And matter of fact, there's going to be people who don't like you, who don't, who don't even know you. Like, I mean, there will be people who have your name in their mouth and they've never even talked to you before. Why? Because they're building up a resentment towards you. Really, this is what it boils down to. They're working hard by the sweat of their brow to earn something that is seemingly just coming to you by the grace of God. And that pisses them off. They don't understand that you're walking in God's grace. They don't understand that God is opening doors for you that no man can close. They don't understand that God is raising up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you're not even trying to help yourself. And so they, here they are trying to work hard to do it with human effort, human power, human ability, human strength, human intellect. And you are walking in wisdom that, that exceeds your years and experience and it, and it drives them nuts. King Saul, ugh, Saul was like, I'm the king. I'm supposed to be the man. But David was the man. Why? Because the grace of God was on David. Saul was doing it with human effort. David was doing it with grace. And there's a, there's a huge difference. Saul was trying. David was just living. <laughs> See, when you know who you are, you're not trying to be some, you're not trying to be who, who you are. You can just be who you are because you know who you are. Saul hated David for the fact that David knew who he was. And, and David was embracing the grace of God. And so when you fully embrace the grace of God, listen, you are going to run against up across insecure people, right? 
But just never allow their insecurities to cause you to change. You run your race. Look at me. I want you to run your race with God's grace and do it at your pace. You know, whatever, whatever your pace is. If you're like me, I'm always running hard, get up early, go to sleep late, try to do a lot of things because I believe God has called me to do that, then do it. If you're someone else, I'm going to focus on one thing, then focus on one thing. Whatever it is, run your race at your pace with God's grace and continue to walk in love and humility. That's the key though. If you continue to walk in love and you remain humble, you don't ever cross over into pride, then the grace of God will continue to flow through you because pride is a blessing blocker. If you ever get the big head, if you ever think the success is coming from you and not God, if you ever think you're the one that's actually got it going on, that you're the one that's doing everything, then you're going to operate in pride and pride will stop the blessing. Pride will, will stop the flow of God's grace. Pride is a blessing blocker. So don't ever get into pride. But as long as you remain humble, listen, at the end of the day, others may not like it, but they can't do nothing about it. <laughs> I told you their poison can't stop your purpose. They may not like you just because you're comfortable being you, but don't worry about it. If Let me close out this first point by driving home something major. Remember, if God is for you, he's more than the entire world against you. So just be you. You got it? All right. Number two, people of authority who are over you, people who are supposed to think like they're over you may despise you because of the favor of God that's on your life. See, being intimidated is one thing, but the text says that Paul got to the point where he hated David. Now, this is not just intimidating. He hated that David. And the truth is that David did nothing wrong to Saul. See, all he was doing, matter of fact, David went out of his way to be a blessing to Saul. But so Saul didn't hate David because David did something wrong. Saul hated David because of his own insecurities. The issue was with Saul and not with David. My point is that sometimes people will develop, develop bitterness and resentment towards you simply because God is favoring the work of your hands. God's favor can cause you, and I'm a witness, God's favor can cause you to experience uncommon, unusual, and atypical success. It's, it's sweatless victory. I mean, like, like, it's not effortless, but it's sweatless. And it drives other people crazy because they've been working for years for something that just seemingly comes natural to you. It is, you're experiencing sweatless victory and they are sweating and trying to earn things by the sweat of their brow and they don't understand how it just is coming to you. <laughs> you own a business and contracts are looking for you and they don't understand it because it's the grace of God. David was only 17 years old. The grace of God was on his life. He was a national hero. People were calling out and chanting his name. This can happen today. Let me bring it to 2020. This happens today in boardrooms, conference rooms, meetings, Zoom calls, business transactions, whatever. God can favor you to the point where he honors your name. He can make your name great. I will say God has made my name great. And when God favors you, some people will love you for it and others won't. <laughs> and so sometimes those who resent you, watch this, are even people in authority. So people in authority may resent you. And when that happens, don't worry. Your confidence is not in them. Your confidence is in God. God can see to it that even your boss can't do anything to you. I mean, because, because of his divine protection. 
So God is the ultimate authority. They might think they have power, but God has all power. And since your eyes are fixed and focused on God, don't worry about it. Just keep being you. Say amen to that. All right, number three and finally, I only have three points for you this morning. Last point, never allow the insecurities of others to cause you to change who God made you to be, right? Never change. Don't change for anybody. David knew that Saul had a problem with him, but he didn't change. I love it. He did not change. See, sometimes you're going to feel the urge to tone down who you are because people don't like you. Other times you're going to feel the urge to tone up who you are because of pride. (laughs) And so, no, no, don't tone down. Don't tone up. Just be you. Just be you. Sometimes pride will be like, wow, I'm getting a lot of attention. Let, let me be even louder. No, don't do that. Just be you. Be the you that God has called you to be. Embrace God's grace. Walk in the blessing. And watch this. If while you are being the man or the woman that God has called you to be, some people have a problem with you and you've done nothing wrong, don't worry about it. Just pray for them and keep going. Don't allow their discomfort to cause you to get outside of God's will. Don't allow the fact that they're not comfortable with you being you to cause you to change you being you. No, I'm not changing. Uh uh-uh. uh. I am who I am by the grace of God. Run your race with God's grace and don't be too high. Don't be too low. Just be consistent. See, this series is about faith and patience. And the word patience uh, in the New Testament, in the Greek, is a word hupomone, which means the force of consistency. At the end of the day, God is looking for you to be consistent. Godly success comes through consistency. Be the same person day in and day out. With me, at least you know what you're going to get. My kids know what they're going to get with me. I'm consistent. Consistent. Day in and day out. I may not be the smartest. I may not be the strongest. I may not be the fastest. I may not be a lot of things. But one thing I am is consistent. With, with me, people know what that they're going to get Rick Pina every day. So just be consistent. And don't let anyone change you. Never allow others. Watch this. Don't allow neither praise nor poison to change you. Right? So don't allow the praise to change you. When the women were singing, Saul has killed his thousands and David tens of thousands. No, that praise could have changed him. You get a big head. Don't allow the praise to change you. And don't allow the poison to change you. This joke was throwing spears at him. What's wrong with you, dude? Don't allow that to change you either. Don't allow praise. Don't allow poison to change you. No matter what, remain the same. Remain consistent. This is how you endure for the long haul. This is how you become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. This is how you will receive a manifestation of every promise God has ever made you before you die. This is, uh, this is how you, you, uh, you're, you're going to maximize your purpose and potential. Why? Because you're in it to win it. You're not moved by people. You are only moved by God. You are who God says you are. You can and will do what God has called you to do for such a time as this. Now, some people are going to love you for it. Some people are going to hate you for it, but don't be moved by them. Just continue to be you. This is what I call the grace life. I love it. It's the grace life. I'm just living my life by God's grace. And I'm, I, I really don't care. I don't, I'm not moved by people. Don't allow their praise to get you too high. Don't allow their opposition to get you too low. You just be you. You got it? Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I know who you made me to be and what you call me to do. I have the grace to run my own race at my own pace 
and I declare that I will. Now, along the way, there may be people who develop insecurities because of what you're doing in my life. Or there may be people who, because of those insecurities, develop bitterness and hatred towards me. They may even attack me. <laughs> but I declare by faith that my eyes are stayed on you. I will not allow the internal struggles of other people to cause me to change who I am. I know their attacks will be unfruitful and I will just pray for them. I will never allow the attention I get to cause me to go into pride and I will also never allow the opposition I get to cause me to change who I am. I am who I am by your grace and greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, subscribe button, click on it, email address, boom, you'll get my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, be unapologetically you. I'm not going to make no apologies for being me. I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I grew up in hip hop. I might slide in a rap verse while I'm preaching a sermon from the pulpit. I don't care. You don't like it, so be it. I'm going to be me. I'm comfortable being me. You be comfortable being you. Don't make any apologies for being the man or the woman that God has called you to be. Go into this day and leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. And then share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.